listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 268. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And I just want to know, what the hell happened to summer? It's now spring out. That Weren't is summer. The exact opposite last week, though, Ranma? Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, it's it's been... Technically, no. Technically, it is not summer yet. Right. We still have, like, a week. We are still technically in spring. True. But I meant um, weather-wise. I mean, the weather, it does feel like, you know. Because normally, the way the weather is now, that's the way it normally is. And I get that. Really nice, hot, little humid, then totally cool in the evening. I don't know. Like For the first couple of days, it's been like I've been walking around with a hoodie, jet, with a hoodie you know what I'm saying? It's well, we little... are on the ass end of El Nino. Mm. And that does fuck with the weather. Even when it's not spring, though, I always have a jacket with me. I don't know. I, I'm one of those people that I'm really sensitive to temperature change. I don't know what it does. It just messes with me and makes my stomach upset when I get from hot to cold to hot to cold all the time. So I'm always carrying a sweater with me because even if you're outside, you know, the buildings that you're going to walk into, the offices you're going to go to are going to be like blasting the AC no matter what. And it could be a cool day in July or a really hot day in August, but they're going to be blasting that AC to make it 70 or 60 in the whatever building it is. Um, and uh, I, I always have a sweater with me. So I am the same way because, yes, the weather is nice, but I will always walk out of my house during the, this time of the year with a hoodie. And people are like, why do you need a hoodie? And my response is, you think you can last being on the subway for a good 30 to 45 minutes without one? Some people can, but that's just me. I mean, if I get if I'm coming home from work and it's crowded, I'm not going to need it. But as it gets down to my neck of the woods, it's a little chilly. Just a little. I had a, a friend in art school, and he was always he was a big he was a big guy he's a big tall broad guy and he would always wear a fleece jacket and i was always like and this was in the summertime this is in the summertime so it was like what what and he's like i'm always cold and i was like wow that's that's extreme cold bro like fleece jacket weather all the time okay well, let me tell you, I was going to I was going to a shop right yesterday, you know, and I had my hoodie tied around my waist, and eventually I ended up having to put it on because it got a little chilly. But there was a woman sitting out there in a coat. I'm just like, my first thought, are you on menopause? And I'm looking at her, and I'm like, she way beyond that. I'm just like, the hell. It's just crazy. Anywho, um, we are live tonight, week of 
June 14, 2016, right here on the VOG Network, www.vognetwork.com. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can go to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. If you click on the link on the site, your default chat client will come up and bring you directly to the chat room. Um, check-ins are now live, so check into the podcast, check into the show, and earn some awesome VOG points. Every week, we do post a review of every episode on Fridays on our forums, hosted graciously by VOG Network. So if you can't reach us via our website, Messenger, or whatever, we have forums. So let us know what you think of the show. And we're going to kick things off with... <clears throat> How was your week? How was your day? Ichigo! Ha ha! Magical girl song! Okay! <laughs> um, I was a good... Um, I was kind of exhausted. If any of you have been keeping up with my hijinks, um, last weekend, um, I had a maid cafe that I helped run in the studio cosplay. Um, needless to say, public transportation down with me. Um, is not the best as it used to be. Um, and as far as, like, bus down here in Manassas is not very friendly. Um, I ended up waiting at the bus stop for an hour and a half at the wrong stop because their website is completely outdated. So that was fun. Um, so we, we ended up having a really good turnout for those people that did attend, and we made some money for the space. And it's really sad um, because we're closing down our physical location at the end of July. Mm. But... We'll be having some classes on armor making and wig um, work uh, for those local cosplayers that want to attend in Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, and I'll be teaching those hopefully at the end of this month, maybe the beginning of the next month. So keep an eye out. Um, it's just basically been uh, kind of dealing with the wrap up of the studio and um, a lot of, of, of dealing with my car in the last two days. That has been, this week has been dealing with car crap. Um, basically, all the bureaucracy and paperwork that goes into having a new vehicle. Mm -hmm. Fun times. But that's been my weekend day. Got you on that one. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, hectic, hectic, and hectic. It's graduation time, so work is very, very, very hectic right now. And other than a day at the convention this weekend, I've just basically been uh, reading a lot. My weekend day has been interesting, you know. Um, as you all know, I do another podcast called The Crystal Chronicles. And when I went in to do the edits, Audition decided to give me the almighty fuck you and crash. This has happened on occasion previously, but this time when I went to recover, it, the audio file was gone. And then I went to go check my system out. Evidently... The location where I told it to store the files were no longer there, and I noticed that I am running out of space. So I ran out today and got a brand new six terabyte 
hard drive. Oh my god. Yeah, so you can store all the porn on this. Well, the one that's in there now is a three terabyte, and and since I do have a, a DSLR and I take a lot of photos, I believe I could get maybe another, I can get maybe three years out of this before I have to replace it with a 12 terabyte. <laughs> so what's going to happen is the three terabytes go, all that data is going to the new drive, which is six. I have a, I have a external drive here that I put together, a kit, and it has an extra spot, so the three terabytes going to go in there, and I have a two terabyte here sitting here, and I'm moving that data over, and I'm giving this to my to my awesome friends, uh, Say and Yaten, because I promised it to them. Because now I have now I can move all that data off and reclaim more real estate space on my on my desk. Um, Anime Next was fun, and I'm still in the midst of unpacking because tomorrow I do have to see about doing laundry. That's going to be fun. And I decided to try something new at Buffalo Wild Wings today. Oh. They now have they offer online ordering at my location. Uh huh. So I ordered because I had to get I I went out early because I had to make some phone calls when I got back. So I figure um. So I figured um you know do my online ordering now and do my shopping as well. So pick up at six ten. I get over to to the look to um, my. My Buffalo Wild Wings at I got there about six fifteen, and they're like, "Oh, it's not ready. It'd be another twenty minutes." I'm like, "I placed my order online at quarter to six. Come on." Did not get my order until six twenty eight. Thankfully, I was able to get to where I had to go and make the phone calls I needed to make. So, That's that. crazy. Yeah. Well, I didn't even realize the online ordering until I went to pick up my food last week, and somebody came in and did it. So I was like, okay. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm still going to do the online ordering, but I'm going to give myself an extra buffer of time to do what I got to do. Because if I do my online ordering, then go to Target and come back, I save at least 10 minutes of bullshit. Um, if we go into the chat room here at live.bobnetwork.com, Regenerator says... If I have a six terabyte drive filled with porn, does it make it a six terapatrick byte drive then? I suppose it would, but I'm not a fan of terapatrick, so. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I need to start looking into a new external. Well, I would recommend getting, like, the kit that I have, because all you have to do is, when you run out of space, you can just slap a new drive in there. Well, send me links. Will do. And then when that drive gets full, you can put, you can, uh, put in another drive and just drive data transfer the files back and forth. It'll be pretty simple to do. And believe it or not, when you buy a kit, like, if I went and got this 6 terabyte drive as an external hard drive... It would probably would have ran me close to three hundred bucks. Yeah, because I'm looking at one terabytes, and they range anywhere between sixty and a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah, because right now Micro Center has a deal on one terabyte drives that are like 
35 40 bucks and getting the kit is just like $50 more. And unless you need to unless you need backup software, you're fine. All right. Um, granted, we like I said, we did run a little late because ESH, our awesome friends over there, Ninja System Pandalish, because they ran a little bit later and so forth. So we just you know we waited and got our thing going. Maybe we should have cut down our in our pre-show, but I it had a meaning to it. So anywho, uh, we've got that. Right. We're gonna go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, when we get into the news, I believe Ichigo says she has an interesting story from Anime Next. Fun times. Well, no, actually, it's not from Anime Next. It's, it's um, a friend of mine was vending there, okay. but um, I didn't actually end up hearing too much from her, but we'll see. Yeah. And um, if you're wondering if this is the Anime Next podcast, uh, no. Um, that'll be next week with Ari. He will be back with us since his work schedule is back at the normal time, and I know that feeling all too well. So next week will be our Anime Next podcast uh, convention review. All right. I'm going to take our first break. And we'll see you in a little bit. Yeah.
Okay, um, I was told that I was coming in a little low, so hopefully the adjustment in the microphone, things will be a little bit better. Now, before we begin, um, like we all do, whenever we have our breaks, we all either, you know, restroom, grab food or whatever. Me, I do a quick check on Facebook and see what's going on, and a friend of mine shared um, a link from Moonsticks, and I just found myself screaming. My bad. I just found myself screaming over it. Um, Marco, have you seen it? Yes. <laughs> you And you did hear it in her voice, didn't you? Of course I did. I don't think you can not hear it in her voice. And if you're wondering... And you know, I will I will share this to our Facebook fan page, and we, let's see if y'all if y'all if y'all cannot, okay? <laughs> and while I do this, Ichigo, tell us your little story if you still have it. Um, I'm gonna have to verify some of the details with my friend who went though, so I'm mm-hmm. actually gonna be more comfortable sharing it maybe next week, because um, I'm still missing a few of the details. Okay. To tell it fully. Because whatever it is, I probably be like, well, maybe that did happen or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's it's just it's probably just one of the stories that's going around, but I always like to double check my sources before reporting it for you, cause yeah, <laughs> I like to be detail oriented. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and let's start talking about uh, Shukageki no Shoma, and I know that's right, that's something Mako-chan loves. So, you want to take that one? You sound distant. Sorry. No problem. Um, okay, there we go. I'm so excited for Food Wars right now. Oh. Yeah, so um, the 27th, episode, uh, 27th issue of Shonen Jump Magazine revealed that Food Wars, the second plate, which is the second season of Food Wars will premiere in Japan on July 2nd. Uh, The anime is going to air on Tokyo MX at 10 p.m. and on MBS at 26.28, which is basically 2.28 a.m. July 3rd. That's an odd time. Eh, not really. Mm. Um, It's also going to air on BS11 and Animax. So they also revealed the second key visual for the new season, which, yay. And yeah, I mean, basically everybody is coming back as far as I can see. So we don't have any issues with that. Um, And I'm looking, it doesn't say right now if it's going to be a simulcast or not. Because I do know uh, Crunchyroll streamed it when it during the first season, mm-hmm. but there's been nothing right now on whether or not they will be screening it again. Um, Sentai Filmworks licensed the series for North America, so I'm not sure where they are going to end up sticking it. Maybe back in the but, oven because it's not done yet. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. But um. Yeah. But anyway, um, I really, really, really want to cosplay from this. 
Megumi, right? Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really want to make the new recipes from this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't even made all the recipes from the original season. I've done a few of them, but the one that I really wanted to do was the um, fake pork roast, where it's the mashed potatoes wrapped in bacon, and I haven't quite gotten to that one yet. Ooh. But I will eventually. Mm-hmm. And we'll all probably have problems with cardiac arrest and stuff because of all the bacon. I don't yeah. know about that. Um, when you do uh, beer-battered deep-fried bacon, then maybe. Remember that, Mako? <laughs> yeah, I actually just shared a picture of it because it popped up on my uh, on my Facebook memories like three days ago. Popped up on mine about like like maybe a week or so back. Mm. I don't think it was that far back. Might have been. Well, I know it, it did pop up. So I did have something deep fried that I'd probably want to try again, but it'd only be a bite of it. And it's called oh god, what was it called? It's one of the villains from X-Men, but it's basically a Krispy Kreme donut with a deep-fried hamburger patty, deep-fried onion rings, or double-fried onion rings. I think it had deep-fried bacon on it. And then um, cheese, or was it, it might have been, yeah, I think that that's what it was. And it might have been surrounded by two other cheeseburgers, but I can't remember exactly. I was about to say, you're talking about the Luther, but the Luther ain't nothing like that. Yeah, no, it is. It was it was called a Luther. Oh God. Yeah, we had a deep fried Luther. It was so delicious. Oh my God, I was like, I want more, but I don't want to like. Uh, it's probably as many calories as I eat in five days. Well, I I just going by from what I remember from the Boondocks. Um, the Luther was it, but everything wasn't double deep fried like that. Well, uh, when I was at one of the parties that one of my friends was holding at his house, um, he had like a deep frying party. So mm -hmm. he had this deep fryer in his yard and we were just deep frying everything. So there was taco hell, which was basically deep fried Taco Bell. Um, there was deep fried cheeseburgers from McDonald's. Um, of course, candy bars, because you can never not do a candy bar. Oreos. Um, oh, God, what else did we make? There was just so much deep fried stuff. Oh, my God. I think... Um, I probably lost one of my lives that day. See, when you come to New York City, there is a place in Brooklyn called Chip Shop. They deep fry anything and everything. So, yeah. I may just have to try it. Yes. For great justice. Anywho, uh, speaking about uh, justice... Oh, Frieza. Oh, Frieza. It seems that Frieza hijacked Yahoo Japan's site to celebrate the new Dragon Ball Super arc. That's kind of interesting. It's a collaboration between the search engine and Akira Toriyama's Dragon Ball Super, searching for the power level of 530,000. If you do that, um, you get Frieza hijacking your search screen. Interesting. Very interesting. I might have to see if I can do that on my on my browser and see how that comes out. Um This is to celebrate the future trunks are coming up on Dragon Ball Super, which started actually a couple days ago. 
The collaboration on this is between the 9th of June and July 8th. So, users who do not have a Japanese keyboard can try this by scanning a QR code. And you can find that on the bottom of the press release that was put out by Yahoo Japan in regards to this promotion. When you search, you get a warning symbol and loud, and it says loud sounds will be played. This will include recorded lines from Seiyu Ryusei Nakao, the voice actor for Frieza, and Takeshi Kusao, the voice actor for Trunks. Um, and as you look, as you go through it, there are various kanji that you press if you want to play the sound, or you want to play it without the sound, and if you want to go, if you want to quit that out and go back to the search results. And you do have the option, um, once you meet Frieza, you can join him or attack him. He'll ask if you want to team up and help him conquer the world. Now, if you choose to defeat Frieza, you get a special message from Akira Toriyama. It says that in the continuation of Dragon Ball Super, a strong version of Trunks comes from the future, barely escaping with his life. The future should have been peaceful, so what on earth has happened? There's, strong, there's a strong enemy that even Trunks isn't a match for, and Goku Black, um, which, is the, which is the boss of this arc, I am going to assume. A battle crossing over time and space will begin between all of the gods, including the Supreme Kais and the Gods of Destruction. After that, a logo will appear for the 30th anniversary for the anime Dragon Ball, with a message saying that the future Trunks arcs will begin airing June 12th, which was two days ago. Also, if you search uh, for custom Frieza screen or custom Trunks screen, you'll get um, a research results of background themes of either uh, characters from the series. And there were special um, images of Trunks that were drawn especially for this occasion. And I gotta admit, I'm looking at this one image and I'm gonna paste it in our chat room. He, Trunks looks like he's seen some shit. Maybe I should check out Dragon Ball Super. Maybe I should. But right now, I gotta finish watching Voltron. Yeah, I'm waiting to uh, marathon Dragon Ball Super. Oh, how many episodes is it going to be? I don't know. It's already up to 48. Might as well start. No. Because then when I get to the end, I'm just going to have to watch it every week, and that defeats the purpose of marathoning. Hmm. Oh, well. Anywho. Ichigo, tell us about Death Note. Well, Netflix, our lovely provider of some recently really good anime, um, including Seven Deadly Sins, um, is talking about Death Note. Wait, hold and... up. Wait, 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 hold up. Netflix is streaming Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah. Oh, They're the sweet. ones that actually worked with the studio to create it. They, they have a bunch of anime in the works for their own station and everything. They're part of that. I did not know. I thought Hulu or Crunchyroll was streaming that. Well, looks like I got something to watch later tonight after I watch a couple more episodes of Voltron. Please, continue. Yeah. So, um, there is an actor announcement for the live action. Um, what are you doing? Why are you loading for me? Sorry, my internet's... Here we go. Awesome. So, live action Death Note film casts Keith Stanfield 
former Warner project starring Nat Wolf, Margaret Qualley, is set to film this summer. And entertainment news source Variety reported on Friday that Keith from Short Term 12, straight out of Compton, will co-star on Netflix live-action Death Note film, but his character name hasn't yet been revealed. They acquired the project in this spring after the Warner Bros. rights expired, and the production cost will be somewhere between $40 million to $50 million. Ooh, that's a lot it's of money. It's starting to film this summer. Yeah, um, I think for a live-action film, that seems like a lot of money, but honestly... That's probably in the mid-range nowadays for production costs. Um, the project previously cast Nat Wolf from The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns in the lead role, and Wolf's character's name had not been yet revealed. And Variety describes him as a student who discovers a supernatural notebook that allows him to kill anyone simply by writing the victim's name. Huh, I wonder what Death Note's about. Anyway... Um, Variety also mentions that he will complete, uh, compete with a reclusive police officer. Um, Margaret Qualley, an actress from The Leftovers, and the daughter of actress Andy McDowell, will play the female lead. Her character's name has not yet been revealed. Hmm. Um, Adam Wingard is signed to direct the film, and Jeremy Slater is penned to, uh... A recent draft of the script. Um, they are going to have Vertigo Entertainment's Roy Lee, Lynn Pictures' Dan Lin, Viz Productions' Jason Hoffs, and actor Masai Oka as producers. Um, uh, Doug Davison is and Brian Witten are going to be executive producers, and Niji Q. Kendall and Nick Marvin Curve have been overseeing the project for Warner. Um, in the original suspense manga, teenager Light Yagami finds a notebook in which he can put people's names, um, and, um, subsequently leads to their death. He begins his self-anointed crusade against the criminal world, and a cat-and-mouse game begins with him and authorities, and, uh, between him and one idiosyncratic, uh, genius detective. So... Um, the 2016 anime adaptation and tie-in specials Death Note also received a Japanese live-action film, and with the sequel titled Death Note The Last Name and a spin-off title L Changed the World in 2008, the live-action television series adaptation premiered last July and ended in September. Um, the new film, titled Death Note 2016, is described as a forbidden sequel um, to the first film set, and it's open set to open in Japan in October on the 29th. So it also inspired some stage musicals and um, all these released uh, to North America and onto Crunchyroll to be streamed um, later on, I guess, after they've done all production. They're going to have it streaming the live-action series right on Crunchyroll. So for those people who are really excited about the Death Note um, upcoming projects for their live-action... They've made some headway, so hopefully we won't have too many things keeping us from our Death Note. Now, here's my thing. Now, I had mentioned this previously when I first came across this article. Are the fans going to chant and, and accuse um, Netflix of whitewashing of this film? I don't think so, but I think a lot of that, too, will depend on 
Um, because it's not, it's not Kira, it's not L, it's not even Mallow. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's just going to be a very American version of it, you know? Right. Like when it's being translated. Um, Which, well, here's the thing. I mean, I get it if they do it like uh, Giver, where they pretty much changed all of the Japanese names to, to American names. And the only thing they left intact were... There's uh, Kronos Corporation, Giver, Zoonoid, you know, the key the key elements, you know. I yeah, just... well, they just, like, changed, they didn't change the plot or the mm -hmm. actual, like, substance of the story. They just changed the characters around the plot. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, when it comes to the, down to the names and so forth, because look at what's happening to Ghosts in the Shell, I'm just saying, I don't want to see the same thing happen with um, Death Note. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not an American version. Oh, yeah? Um, we haven't really done very well with Americanized Japanese movies. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather they not fuck it up. Well, I think... didn't was There was one that came out that Spike Lee did that was pretty good. I think it was Spike Lee that did. Old Boy, I think it was. Maybe? Yeah, um, actually, my husband's really into a lot of the live action, and I believe that Old Boy was one of his favorites that was carried over to the States. Mm -hmm. So, I Old Boy was one of the ones that we did well, but considering what we were doing, talking about uh, Dragon Ball Z Re mm -hmm. Revelations, or what was oh. it, Revolutions? Evolutions? Evolution. One of those things. I've, I've, I've erased it from memory because it was just so bad. Um, it, yeah, it, we don't tend to carry over uh, those kind of plots very well to American culture. And don't they tend to flop? Well, yeah. the thing is, Old Boy didn't do well. It didn't, but it became kind of a cult hit. And don't forget, there was the one that Samuel L. Jackson was working on, uh, Kite. I don't even remember if that's still in production or it came out or what. Uh, My husband corrected me. He hasn't seen the American one. He's only seen the Korean one, and that apparently is the one that we have in our house. So yeah, the Korean uh, one I know is amazing. Is 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 really really good. That's what I remember hearing. But I um, I would imagine that you know it, I think a lot of it will depend on if they change the names of the characters and how well they carry over the plot. Because I feel like a lot of where we have those faults in uh, the translation to American film is that all the fans who've really fallen in love with the plots and the actual story of the uh, like foreign film or the independent film, mm -hmm. it, it ends up being like not so much missed in translation, but like lost in translation because either the production team loses a lot of stuff or they get rid of things because of costs or they... You know, they change the story too much. It's almost just like a shadow of itself. Um, but I know that the gentleman who worked on Heroes and is going to be an executive producer, um, I think he's 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 really good at his projects that he's worked on um, because he was do, work with Heroes and Hawaii Five O. Like Masioka. those were su he, he's supposedly pretty yeah. good. So. Yeah. Oh, and if we go into our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Bob Coffey said that Kite did come out and it was pretty bad. 
And he says, there's only been one good one, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. It's the Tom Cruise movie where he dies over and over, and it's based on a Japanese light novel, which is called All You Need Is Kill. I I actually don't care for Tom Cruise, but he was good, and that actually was a really good film. I He, he did a good job portraying his character in that, and I actually enjoyed The Edge of Tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow did a $370 million box office. Kite did not hit box offices. And uh, what was the other one? I wonder if it's available streaming. Probably. Anyhow. Yeah, but I'm wondering if Edge of Tomorrow did well because it was a good movie or if because it was Tom Cruise? I think it's more the fact that it was Tom Cruise than anything else. Because it's like, it's like I said. Because not for nothing, Tom Cruise sneezes and girls drop their panties. And I don't know why. Look. I was just there for the couch jumping and it didn't happen. Uh, I, I, it's like I, said, I, I look at it this way. If the franchise is really well known, then you really probably don't need somebody famous to be a part of it. If the franchise is not really known across the board, then you need some famous people to go in. I mean, I was just reading earlier today they're trying to cast Nathan Fillion for the new Star Trek series, and I'm like, for the love of God, no. He is going to kill it. Like, look what happened to Enterprise. And that's the story so, for another wait, time. So, wait, they want to they wanna bring in Nathan Fillion for the new Star Trek. Yes. So they're trying to hype up the Firefly fans, right? <laughs> you think I care about the Firefly fandom? Well, no, but that's yeah. what it sounds like. It's, mm-hmm. oh, let's, you know, bring in this guy. He's, you know, done Space Captain before. Well, he's done Space Captain, and they just wrapped up Castle. So he he hasn't really got a lot of big projects, and I feel like they're trying to find actors and actresses who are fitting in with the the target market that they're shooting for, which is, hello, our generation. And uh, the characters that we relate to, you know, that are a little more current. I know I love Picard as much as the next, you know, the next nerd. Mm-hmm. And I love Kirk as much as the next nerd. But they're not, they're not current. Most of the generation now knows, you know, Patrick Stewart as, um, as, as, you know, Xavier, Xavier. from yes. X-Men or, um, from Macbeth, um, you know, so it's not as current. It's not as set in people's minds. Most of the the younger ones, if they've watched Star Trek, it's been Captain Janeway. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more so they're trying to bring a fresh face to it. I don't think that he'd do a horrible job, but I feel like a lot of people. I I'm a Firefly fan. I won't lie. Mm-hmm. I like Joss Whedon. I like the collection of stories he's come up with, as well as Firefly itself. I really enjoyed the series. Um. Keely is my favorite. Um, but, 
you know, I feel like there's going to be some lacklusterness to it because everybody's going to be expecting him to pull this Mal thing. And I'm sure that the character they're going to write him into is going to have some some of those certain characteristics. But I really don't want to see him as another space captain. Um, I don't know. It, it would just feel played out to me. But that's just my personal opinion. I, you know, I can actually, I, I, and I agree with that. I, I certainly do. All right. So, anywho, uh, let's see. What do we have next? Um, oh, Mako, this one's right up your alley. Mm-hmm. You're such a Tamoyo. No, not me. Yeah, you. No, not me. Anyway, um, Card Captor Sakura is going to get its own newspaper. Extra, and, extra, all about it. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be doing advanced copies uh, at the Tokyo Toy Show, which uh, went on this weekend. Um. The Cardcaptor Sakura booth basically was greeted by Kiro. But unfortunately, as of the writing of this article, uh, there's no news on what the newspaper is actually going to divulge. So I'm looking now to see if anything was updated for it. You see, when it comes to Card Captor Sakura, um, Karo-chan, his full name, Kerberos, I, 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 I just laugh and giggle a little bit at his name from, as you know, I, I do IT work. And here's the thing. Kerberos, the definition is, is a computer network authentication protocol which works as a basis of tickets to allow communications between a secure and non-secure network back and forth to prove identity. So pretty, I just keep thinking that Karo-chan is, like, is supposed to be this big, bad, pretty much Sakura's bodyguard in a way, you know? <laughs> well... If you get really into it, um, yeah. that computer system's name, as well as what Kerberos's name is based off of, is Cerberus, which is actually the 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 guardian dogs of hell. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because it would actually make Sakura hates because she's gathering all these souls back into hell. Um, but I think that that's a little dark for some. Um, but this is a clamp we're talking about here. Dark is, I know. is one of the things they like to do. Dark is so cute. And that actually means that Kiro's name is Spot. <laughs> yes. Wait, what? Spot? Yeah. Quickly explain. I don't remember. Um, yeah, basically... If you translate the name, uh, the Proto-Indo-European word for uh, Cerberus is spotted. <laughs> so Hades named his dog Spot. 
And I just find it interesting, the same way you say Kerberos and Cardcaptor Soccer is the same way it is when you when you look it up for security and encryption protocols in all the tech manuals. <laughs> and we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Shinji Akari says, of course he did. And referencing Here's that. Spot. Here's Spot. Good three-headed doggy. <laughs> woof. 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 <laughs> and Bob Coffey says, the Star Trek series we need is a Sulu Excelsior series. I kind of want a Starfleet Academy series, but I know where it'll go. It'll be like Degrassi, and I might have to shoot somebody, so no. Mm. We don't need another Drake coming out of there. Or it might be like, oh god, what was that series on Disney Channel about the kids that were at the Academy in space? The 21st Century Girl? What was that show? But yeah, I feel like it would end up being something like that. Alright, so I'm not actually seeing any updated news, so I'm guessing people are still recovering from the toy show and not posting anything about it. Mm. Yeah, I just, I have from June 5th that the same news that they're getting, it's uh, a serial newspaper, Mm. but that there's nothing really about what the newspaper is going to be about. Which sucks. Because I want a newspaper. Maybe it'll be like Night Vale. Maybe it'll actually like interact with goings-on in the manga. Like, it'll actually be something that they put out while the manga's being serialized, re-serialized. And then they'll both connect with each other and so you'll get like hints and things from the artist and notes and details that you might not like know from first reading the manga um i think that, that, that would, would be, be yeah that would be kind of cool or so maybe, that, that might be really neat or maybe it'll be more based along within what's going on in the manga you know interviews with people that live in the town or things that go on in the town something like that it could exactly. be like the school newspaper too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like like here's what's coming up for your book club. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, you know, here's this spotted and here's this you know, here's our heroine jumping around in short skirts again. Pretty much. Alright, uh let's see. Now we get to talk about Pokemon. Let's see. I actually like the po- the Japanese Pokemon thing. They're really cool. It seems that um, they have what's called the Pokemon General Elections. And they have a winner. Pretty much what this is, it's like a ranking system of your favorite Pokemons, pretty much. And in the most recent election, which is called the General Election 720, which is probably because there are 720 different Pokemons. <sighs> Pikachu was um. dethroned. Uh, it is what it is. Yes, Pikachu may be the face of Pokemon, but it is not apparently a player's favorite. The honor of most popular uh, Pokemon belongs to Greninja, the final evolution from starter Froakie from Pokemon X and Y. 
on the TV show called Oha Suta um, last Tuesday, they announced a list and had a celebration broadcast via Liveline that same day. Voting opened back in April 15th, and originally Greninja was in the lead, followed by Arceus, Mew, and then Pikachu. And they kept counting the votes until May 9th. You can go to the official election website at pokemon-movie.jp slash election, and you can see the top 100. But we do have um, the top 20, even though this article says 36. So here they are in order of most popular to least popular. Greninja, Arceus, Mew, Pikachu, Sylveon, Genesex, Rayquaza, Zygarde, Charizard, Mel- uh, Melodia, Mewtwo, Eevee, Jirachi, Darkrai, Lucario, Deonsi, Hoopa, Caldeo, Victini, and Manaphy. I really have been out of the Pokemon game because I do not re- n- recognize m- any of those names. Some of those names are from the first season, uh, first series. Oh, uh, I could not memorize um, the Pokemon theme. You know, the, you know the poke the Poke Rap. Honestly, I never thought that he was the player's favorite. Um, I think that the first favorite that I ever noticed, even though Pikachu was obviously the brand, mm-hmm. you know, the brand face. Yeah. It tended to be like Charizard or Squirtle. Most of the times it was like Charmander because I think he was the most popular starting Pokemon and then those who didn't like Charmander usually liked Squirtle. But those tended to be the more popular ones in the first 150. Now I know I'm like old school. I'm dating myself because I'm talking about the first 150 Pokemon. Hey, I I did that like not even five minutes ago, so... (laughs) So, yeah, no, I can definitely, um, Mew was definitely a favorite when he came out as the, you know, in the, in the top, um, end of the 150, when the movies came out and everything, he started to gain popularity. Um, and then of course Mew too. Um, but a lot of these, I, honestly, Greninja to me is the most Naruto of Pokemon. Um, and I know that's really weird to say, but on, uh, in an honest level, like he currently, the target market for Pokemon is probably young gentlemen between the ages of 13 and 30. So Greninja being the most popular Pokemon is not a surprise to me. Young gentlemen, I don't know, young ladies too, you know. Young ladies too, but the marketing isn't quite as targeted to women yet. Mm, Even with so. the evolution of marketing, it's still primarily marketed to guys. Alright. Alright. So, anywho, and because of that article, we, that's what our open forum topic is all about, and we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. Um, if you have any questions about tonight's show, you can give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session on Skype. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints, so if you have any questions about tonight's show, you have a question for us, go ahead and give us a buzz. While that's up and running, we're going to go ahead and do the open forum topic. Da, 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 da. 
Okay, and um, the open forum topic is where we ask you a question about a topic that pertains to tonight's show, anime, conventions, or anything along those lines. If you don't want to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer, and we ask that you keep it civil. And here is this week's open forum topic. I changed it up a little bit. I said presidential Pokemon. What pro Pokemon would you vote for president? From Kelly the Mighty, we have Howlucha. Okay. Me, personally, I would vote Fennekin. What about you, ladies? This is going to be like the President of the United States, right? Yeah. Um, so why would you want a Pokemon that nobody's going to fucking understand? The only Pokemon you're going to be able to understand is Mewtwo and Meowth. And Mewtwo has tried to kill everybody, and Meowth has tried to steal everything. So they're probably already good for presidential election. Exactly. Given who's running in this year's election and currently what we have in the, in the government now, Pokemon is best way to go. <laughs> no, I'm saying Mewtwo yeah. and Meowth together mm -hmm. are probably close to being what's running right now. Uh. Somebody that has killed or has wanted to kill everything and somebody that lies and steals. <laughs> you really thought but this out, huh? at least you can understand what the fuck they're saying. Because I don't think Pika Pika P is really going to be understood by the masses. Well, I mean, if he is a translator, <laughs> an Ash Ketchum to his Pikachu, if you will. hey -o. Yeah, but if he <laughs> has to have a translator to translate everything, that means that, you know, they could be saying whatever the hell they want to. So well, would, like... you want, would you want Ash, then, as president? Because eh, that's what it would come so down much. to. Because yeah. we, yeah. we know Misty not would be first so lady, so. Oh! Come on, that 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 ship has already, that, that ship's been floating for God knows how long. And we go into the chat room at live.vinetwork.com. Shinji Ikari confesses that he's not into Pokemon enough to really have an answer. It's all good. And Ray Jr. says, if Trump wins the election, a Pokemon will sort of be in office. He looks like he wears a Pokemon for a toupee. Funny Actually, if you saw the Pokemon that were released today, yes, one of them is like this angry fucking weasel thing with blonde stuff like hair coming out of his head. Someone find me a picture that's like put on my Facebook. Hey, look, it's Trump. <laughs> People have already made that joke. I kind of figured, but I haven't seen it on my Facebook yet, so... Let me see if I can find it, because awesome. people have already made that joke. All right, what about you, Ichigo? As far as a Pokemon for president? Sure, why not? Uh, I don't know. I really, I don't think that any of the Pokemon would do a good job. <laughs> but um, if I had to say one, probably just Jigglypuff. Because then we could just sleep through the presidency. We might have Sharpie tattoos all over our face for the rest of our lives, but honestly, it's probably better than a lot of the other Pokemon. 
Yeah, because before um, Obama was in there, we had eight years of Snorlax. Aww. It wasn't Snorlax. It was Slowpoke. <laughs> it was. No, it wasn't just Slowpoke. He actually evolved into Slow King over time. <laughs> You're terrible. You are terrible. All right. It looks like we have no calls coming into the chat room. I mean, to the Skype line. So I'm going to go ahead and close it out. Oh, we're actually doing very good time. I, I like it. Let's just keep going. And usually when you hear that sound, it means we're going into strange news from Japan. I, I think Ichigo should do the last one. Okay. <laughs> and Mako should do the second one. Whatever. So that means you, Ranma, get the first one. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to take one for the team only because the other two kind of think, I think y'all two, it works better for the two of you. Excuses, excuses. I will beat you. I think yeah, he just yeah, wants yeah. to end up in the same situation as the police in this story. God, no. <laughs> Crazy. And if you're wondering what happened to what about, about the said officer, this police officer was arrested for filming up skirts of high school girls. A 25-year-old off-duty police officer has been arrested after he was caught filming up the skirts of two high school girls aged 17 and 18 at a train station in Chiba Prefecture. According to the police, around 4.30 p.m. Uh, last Monday, Takahiro Fukuda used his smartphone to, flip, to film up two girls' skirt while they were going up an escalator at the JR Sudanoma station in Narashino, Chiba Prefecture. Another police officer on patrol at the station noticed Fukuda acting suspiciously and questioned him about his behavior. Fukuda admitted to the crime and was arrested on the spot. The Chiba Chuo Police Station, where Fukuda is based, released a statement apologizing and commenting that it is highly regrettable that a policeman was arrested over a crime of this kind. <sighs> I posted a thing in our chat. I saw. I'm going to post that later. Well, at least, well, at least this guy had a job. Well, not anymore. Okay. So there are some brand new Gashapon capsule vending machine toys out in Japan, but they're not for you. They're for your cats. Uh, each one of them contains a little uh, bonnet for your cat. They're 
called Kwai uh, Kwai Neko Hits Hits uh, Hits G Chan or Cute Cute Cat Sheep. So there are sheeps with horns, and you can have rams and you use 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 guys. Um, <laughs> But there are white caps with and without horns, black caps with horns, pink caps with horns, and a blue cap without horns. Um, I, 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 I love these, and I want them. I want them all. You... I just kind of want to put them on dolls, but like, because I don't want to be a cat, but they're adorable. You do realize I, 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 I want for da I want one for Damien. I was gonna say because you do realize, um, Storm will not let you. She will make you regret it if you try to put one on her. Oh, Storm won't let me do shit like this. Damien though is just a lazy fat fuck, <laughs> and I would be able to dress him up. I know I would, and he'd just sit there and take it. <laughs> and then, then right, then he go over to his red blanket and start humping it. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> and the black kitty in this one is trying to be semi-professional. Semi-professional business kitty. Yes. <laughs> wearing a ram hat. Yes. Because wearing hats is serious business. <laughs> All right, go ahead and say it. Say what? You were giggling for some reason. I just think that they're funny, adorable. Oh, okay. okay. Like, some of their faces, because there's some of the squishy face cats mm -hmm. in these little ram hats are just flipping hilariously adorable. All right. All right, uh, Ichigo. All right. So, I know that we always, you know, everybody goes through this pretty much every day. At least it would be healthy if we go through it every day. But I'm sure you haven't found this version of it. The world's holiest toilet was found in Japan. And it shines heavenly light and sings hallelujah. Let's just hope that that's not where holy water comes from. Between you, and, between, <laughs> between you and me, I kind of want a, a toilet that, that plays hallelujah when I handle my business. Whoa. Whoa. All right, garter belt. <laughs> if your bathroom experience typically leaves you feeling a little unclean, then worry not. The restroom of one arcade in Saitama, not named for One Punch Man, um, may have the soul-cleansing answer you've been looking for. The dimming of lights, the heavenly aura, the chorus of angels? That's not just a bathroom, it's a spiritual experience. Um, most of the reactions, uh, or Japanese netizens, and how they reacted to this bathroom were, I think I would be too embarrassed to use it. Wow, that's actually really impressive. I want to try it. It looks so refreshing. Is that the toilet's way of congratulating you on a job well done? Where is this amazing place? 
For anyone else curious where they can try this holy restroom for themselves, it's located at the Warehouse Arcade in Saitama, Japan. And between this place and the awesome Warehouse Arcade in Kawasaki, we have to say that Warehouse really knows how to get people excited to come to their locations, even if it's just for their cool bathrooms. <laughs> that, that, that's kind of interesting. Actually, I think if I if I had my way, when I flush the toilet, it'll play the Mario One Up sound. But I uh, don't know. Mm -hmm? I, I think I'd prefer to just leave anything in the bathroom behind. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, and you should feel bad. Okay, I'm gonna play this clip because this this conversation reminds me of an episode of Married with Children. So let's see how many of you actually remember this. <laughs> this was the episode where he decided to build his own toilet. First, this is his own bathroom. Yes, that was the episode where he, where he needed his own bathroom, and he built one in the garage, and when he flushed the toilet, um, if you remember from the intro of the series, there is that fountain. The fountain shut down. Cute. <laughs> and as Rageinator says, our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, this story gives new meaning to the phrase, holy shit. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase thunderstorm. Now I'm suddenly thinking of Old Man Joseph from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Thank you very much. Oh my god! Holy shit! Holy shit! Son of bitch! Okay, um, at the JoJo shoot, they had me uh, posing with a Mariah cosplayer in the, from the episode where uh, Joseph is, like, staring at her, and he has his eye wide open. But since I wear glasses, I had, they had me to improvise. I took my glasses off like I'm doing, like, a real close-up investigation. <laughs> I think I have a picture of that. Okay. Anywho. We're going to go ahead and take our last break, and when we get back, we're going to wrap things up. How does that sound, people? Sounds like a plan. Alrighty then. So, um, yep, we'll be back.
Well, we may have started late, but we did finish pretty much on time. You know, I can't complain about that. Um, I did have an interesting thought, but it, it passed me and it and popped in my head twice, so it might not have been that important anyway, so. <laughs> Shut it, you. You might as well get it out of your system now. Nope. Gonna beat you. Nope. Oh yeah, I will. Nope. Yeah. You do realize I do keep track of how many times you say nope. Nope. That's, <laughs> that's four. You do realize I have to edit this, and I will go back and count them. <laughs> Good, you have fun with that. <laughs> yeah, and just, and just can't, oh, you, oh, I can't wait to give them right back to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, indeed. Mm-hmm. Damn right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Stole that Are one we on the Emperor's Lauren. new groove, guys? Say what? You're throwing off the Emperor's groove. I thought the Emperor had a new school. I don't know. It was just starting to sound like that movie. Mm -hmm. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just right. <laughs> if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They enter, tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So we want to hear from you. We want to know what you think of the show. Um, send us emails to podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, and we'll be adding in some awesome anime reviews. Uh, you'll be seeing them showing up on a weekly basis, so stand by and check them out. Uh, you can also find our podcasts on our site, as well as other um, articles on cosplay, convention reviews, and so forth. If you're running any issues trying to get to our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV. That's where we post all of our convention videos. I have a few more that's going to go up soon, so stay tuned for those. If you want to follow us on youtube.com, uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJRunMess. Mako-chan is at JupeLuna. And you can find Ichigo over at IchigoGami. Twitter.com slash AnimeJamSession. Follow us here for updates on our podcast when we're going live, conventions, and other cool stuff. You definitely want to be in the know for that. Um, if you want to interact with us on Twitter, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash djronmess. Marco Chan's over at Jovidea. Jovidea, sorry. And Ichigo's over at Ichigogami. And Facebook, facebook.com slash anime jam session. And we have broken the 3,000 mark. And I just want to say to everybody that all 3,000 plus fans of the show, the website and everything, thank you so much. We truly appreciate it. And as long as you continue to like the page, the articles, the video, everything, we're going to bring you more content. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, talk to us, see what's up and so forth, you can. You can find me at Facebook.com slash IamDJRonMess or that guy. You can find our, um, Mako-chan over at Makoto, Mako-chan Kino. And you can find Ichigo over at Ichigo Gami. And like I've always been saying, 
We're not the only uh, geek podcast on the VOG Network here. There are plenty of others you should definitely check out. We have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Knowledge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Guys on a Show. So we'll go around the room. Last words, Ichigo. Last words, Ichigo. Well, it was a lot of fun, and I'm gonna get ready for. Well, my next convention isn't until HoshiCon, so it's really just working on costumes until then, and hoping that my armor panel goes well, because <laughs> that's what I'm really anxious about. But it's been lots of fun, um, and I will see you guys later. Awesome. Last words, Makochan. Um, I can't wait until next week. Because next week on June 24th starts Mario Marathon again. Yay. Woohoo! Um, I love those guys. My last words is I'm going to watch another episode of Voltron, check out Seven Deadly Sins, have some ice cream, and then probably later tonight I'm going to plug in the new hard drive and then while I'm sleeping move all the content over. So at least it gives me something to do. Now, the thing is just finding the proper time to... I guess I can do it after the show. The save, shut down, throw the drive in there, and just open the gusto. Okay, that is it. So, we'll be back next week. Ari will be back with us. We'll be talking about Anime Next 2016 and what all you have missed out on. So, definitely do not miss that show. Um... I believe we will still be here. I am thinking um, 4th of July weekend, I may have, we may do, show maybe, may take a hiatus that day. I haven't decided because, again, friends of mine want me to visit and I'm trying to figure out a proper time and all that good stuff. So, you know, and remoting in to do a show is no bueno. So, that's it. We're going to get up on out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigogami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Night. Bye-bye. Say goodnight, Ichigo. Goodnight, Ichigo.